knowing unity in the midst of our diversity, a love greater than our differences, uh, for the uh, intent and purpose to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ and see men and women, boys and girls, come to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, thank you for this time of gathering. Thank you for the wonderful folks from Highland uh, being with us. And uh, just bless us as we come together uh, to praise you, to honor you, to give you all the glory for what you're doing in our lives and through our churches and blessing our communities. Which in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.
we want to continue to, to uh, praise our Father through a wonderful song that speaks of God's great name. And uh, you've probably heard it before, your great name. And so let us continue to praise His wonderful name as we get lost in His grace, His mercy today. And we're so thankful that Brother Rob, Brother Kerry, all this wonderful group is here with us. Uh, I love to see churches unite in one, one simple praise to Jesus Christ. We have one common goal, and that's Jesus Christ lifting Him up. So let us continue to do that.
name is greater than all names. That when we can come into these four walls and that you give us the privilege to come in and worship you, God, you give us that opportunity. As many don't have that opportunity. Let us never take for granted what you've done for us by sending your only son, Jesus Christ. The name above all names. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end. He is so worthy to be praised. And let us never cease to do that in our lives, God. We just thank you for this wonderful day and what it represents as we reach out to others. It's in your precious name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated.
I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Banks Carroll to come lead us in our uh, off-the-territory prayer uh, this morning. Appreciate uh, Dr. Carroll and his wife Cheryl and uh, the leading role they were in putting together our medical team that uh, operated our medical clinic for Love and Deed. It was a wonderful thing to see many people coming through that uh, yesterday. Before he prays, let me also mention, not today, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we will receive one additional offering for love and need just to offset the expenses of the emphasis, which is not budgeted by our church, but we depend upon gifts over and above regular tithes and offering. But Dr. Carroll, you come and lead us in prayer. The best thing about it was I got to give Andy a flu shot. Uh. He didn't pass out of it. He said, you think you know how to do this? Maybe the nurse should do it. And he looks like he's okay. Let's pray. Father, we just uh, give you all the praise and glory. Thank you that we could serve you uh, yesterday and throughout the weekend, and that we could express your love indeed. So, Father, we thank you for those that have participated. May our souls be on fire to be light uh, in a world that's so dark. Thank you for this community, Father. Thank you for this church body. And we just get back to you now what is rightfully yours in Christ's name.
in the life of our church that we call love and deed and annual emphasis. First uh, John chapter 3, 18 says, Little children, uh, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And the goal of uh, love and deed emphasis is very simple. It's just to practically demonstrate love of Jesus as the body of Christ to the community in which God has placed us. And we do that by many different uh, ministry service uh, projects. And love indeed would not be possible uh, without the involvement of virtually this entire church family. So the first thing I need to do this morning is to thank the Edgewood family. Thank you for your participation. Let me, let me just sort of give you an overview. I'm sure I'm going to miss uh, some things, but uh, this will give you a good flavor of all the things that were involved in Love and Deed. Uh, first, you remember two of our Sunday school classes came together, and they did extensive repairs for the widow of a soldier and her family in conjunction with House of Heroes. Uh, then there was the ministry to the Edgewood Senior Center. Uh, our seniors here at Edgewood, uh, invited them here to the church. We may have provided a wonderful lunch for them, a program, and just interaction with those folks. And then uh, over at Highland, there was the uh, dental screening and uh, clinic. And then, of course, yesterday, the huge block party uh, here at the, uh, at the church. We, of course, had the uh, blow-up rides for the uh, children. If you came by and uh, saw that, that they were just loving. We had the live music. Uh, Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic. They had their ICU mobile unit, our pregnancy center on wheels here. And we were uh, actually very happy, pleasantly surprised by the number of women that took advantage of that yesterday and uh, went into the uh, mobile unit and had the opportunity to be ministered by the uh, two nurses serving that, uh, complete with ultrasound uh, services. Uh, we served uh, a thousand hot dogs yesterday. That gives you an idea of just the numbers that came through. Of course, I mentioned the uh, medical clinic where they had everything from free flu shots to, uh, let's see, uh, blood sugar screening, blood pressure, uh, eye vision, uh, some dental uh, hygiene issues. Am I missing anything? Uh, but it was just a wonderful thing to see the number of people that came through that. We had a free car wash, free haircuts. And then uh, we showed, uh, many of you are familiar with the uh, little Billy Graham films that they produced. One of the best evangelistic tools I've ever seen. They're about 25, 28 minutes in length, uh, part of the My Hope series. And we had an area set up where they could come through and watch those films. And if you've ever seen any of those films, you know a very powerful presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then we've uh, continued uh, work down at the Edgewood uh, Alternative School. I think most of you remember when they closed the Edgewood Elementary School, that was converted into the city's alternative school. So uh, children that uh, get into any type of disciplinary problems, whether it's elementary, middle school, or high school, they are sent there for that period of time. And uh, so we did uh, a lot of extensive painting down there and uh, cleaning of, uh, of, of rooms. And uh, just a real good opportunity to minister. Then, of course, uh, the Highland Community Church. Let me give you just a little bit of background. 
As I mentioned earlier, Highland is a church plant of Edgewood, uh, 1999, if I have my dates right, uh, Rob, you helped me. Many of you will remember Bert Arnold, who was the uh, first uh, pastor there, and then Rob came in 2005, that's correct. And of course, Rob, best thing about Rob, he's married to my daughter, Carrie. And uh, they have uh, three uh, boys, uh, Noah, Luke, and uh, Jude. And uh, many of you have heard their story. They knew that if they were going to effectively minister in that community, they needed to be a part of the community. So they actually moved right in to the middle of that community. And they have just seen God do a miracle after miracle and all to the praise and glory of His grace. It's, as you know, a very challenging ministry in many ways. Uh, they minister to a number of homeless individuals, uh, folks dealing with various uh, addictions, uh, at-risk children, and it's just, it, it's just amazing to see how God has used the presence of that church in this beautiful church family, this beautiful body of Christ that He's formed there, to literally begin to transform uh, the landscape of that uh, community and, of course, the hearts of that community. There are two uh, key initiatives that they've begun under one umbrella. It's called Truth Springs. And uh, part of that initiative is renovating homes in the community. They renovate these homes and they bring in uh, believers from the church to live in those homes, to be light, to be salt. And uh, one of the things that we did yesterday in Love and Deed, uh, we had a, a group that went over there and they did landscaping at, uh, at two of those homes that have been uh, renovated. And then the other initiative is their school. And they have begun a school for at-risk children to give them a Christ-centered uh, education. And it's exciting to see what's happened there. And so uh, we've uh, been providing some supplies and uh, other various needs for the children. And in light of that, we have a very special guest with us here today, and I want to introduce him to you and his mother. Uh, our church sponsors one of the children that attend uh, Truth Springs Academy, and it is our joy, our honor to have that child and his mother uh, with us. So you are investing literally in this child's education, making it possible for him to get this Christ-centered education. Where is Elijah and his mother Martha? Would y'all come up here? Yeah, come on up. We want to see Elijah. Hey, Elijah. Come on up. Right here, Martha. Right here. I'll come up there. Yeah, this is better. Y'all can see Elijah. This is Elijah. This is the young people sponsor. This is Father Martin. I believe you're a cafeteria worker at uh, Baker Middle School, and just recently came to know Christ and was baptized. If you thought with Elijah here and his mother, it'd be a wonderful thing for us right now just to pause and pray over this little one. Uh, Rob, would you come up with me and I'll pray that if we could lay hands on both of them and just give me the wonderful privilege uh, to pray. And I think it would be good, you'll notice we have kneelers on the back of our pews. And if you're physically able, let me ask you to pull those kneelers down. And if you would get on your knees, Rob and I lay hands on them and pray over them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for 
this uh, wonderful young man, uh, Elijah. And uh, Father, we think of his uh, uh, namesake in the Bible. And we pray that you uh, would grow Elijah uh, to be a great uh, man of God. Uh, we thank you for Highland Community Church. We thank you for the vision that you gave them of Truth Springs Academy. And we thank you that many children like Elijah are being ministered to and receiving a Christ-centered education. Uh, Lord, thank you uh, for capturing the heart of his mother, Martha. Thank you for bringing her to the saving knowledge of Christ and uh, that she might raise Elijah in the admonition and nurture uh, of our Lord. So now, Lord, now, uh, together, uh, as uh, two church families, binding our hearts as one, uh, we surrender uh, this child and his mother uh, to you. Uh, we pray that you would be the power at work in their lives. We pray that at a very early, tender age, bring Elijah to faith in Jesus as his Lord and as his Savior. We pray that you would protect him from the evil one, uh, from all evil and perverse people, and any evil or harm that could ever befall him. Provide every need for this mother and child. Continue to purify their hearts and life, life in you. And Lord, use Truth Springs Academy to train this young man up, not just academically, but uh, socially and uh, spiritually. And, uh, and Lord, we're just trusting that you're going to do beyond anything that any one of us can even begin to think or imagine right now, not only in Elijah's life, Mark, but all the children that are attending and uh, participating. So Lord, we trust you to do great things. And we trust as you do. It all resound to the praise and glory of your grace. And all God's people said, Amen. So be it, Lord. Amen. So I'm going to invite up now uh, Robert and uh, Carrie and uh, the Highland uh, Praise team. Uh, I don't know if you're bringing up the breakfast choir up first. Exactly. Who are you bringing up? Oh, okay. Breakfast choir. You're, you're up first. We love the breakfast choir. Difficult 
neighborhood, especially Saturday nights, can be pretty wild. And to start off the mornings, it's great for the day with the praises of God. And so my mom said, let's put together a choir. She's been doing such a great job pulling it together. But out of great despair and out of great darkness, we sing about the hope and the light of Christ each morning through these amazing folks as they lead us during breakfast. And then as we open our 11 o'clock service, they are what break the day for us there as well. So we have the chance to hear them twice. We're just so thankful for them. Shout out for Breakfast Choir. I'll turn it over to my mom. First of all, it's so good to be back home. And uh, the memories just flood like rivers of living water coming here at Edgewood. But I'd like to start off. We have a song that Marcella, where's your hand, Marcella? Brought to us in the middle of Breakfast Choir one Sunday. And, it went along with something that we were talking about, that love and joy and peace are not just going to come naturally because we live in a world that is just full of chaos and confusion and despair sometimes. And that what we have to learn to do is that, guess what? Jesus said, my peace, I leave you. Therefore, guess what? We can choose his peace and we can choose his love because it's unconditional. And we can choose because we have victory. Victory is ours because of that cross that he bore for us. So that's what we talk about. That this song is a spiritual weapon. It's not just a song that we sing. But it's a song that when fear and anxiety and stress and all these things want to come and drag you down, you've got this song that you can say, oh, no, no, no. Get the hand and say, because Jesus took care of this. And joy is mine. So, are you ready, guys? Go ahead, catch up.
can introduce the next song. And I have a time limit, so if you need to shut me up, just it will not hurt my feelings. But I want to say this to Edgewood. You didn't just parent a church because of Brother Andy and Brother David. You grounded families in the Word of God. And not only did you ground us in the Word of God, you put that Word into action before us. So you put it into love indeed. And because of that, we understood what the gospel really stood for. And I just sit here and I sit right back and I just want to sit here and cry because my life was so messed up back there when I'd sing in that choir. That sometimes I would leave and I would go out the back door and I would sit in my car and cry. And Brother David used to always tell the story about a little boy that was cold and he was hungry. Who remembers that story? And all he heard was, I don't know. I don't know what John 3.16 means, but it sure is warm. And he'd come into that warm fire and he'd get that food and he'd say, I don't know what John 3.16 means, but it feels good because it feels an empty stomach. And he continued that story, you know, that the little boy didn't know what John 3.16 was, but it gave him warmth and it gave him love and it filled him. With, with food and good things. And, and so, as my life was just devastated by things that just the world has to come, I ended up at Highland, battered, beaten, and broken. But thank God I was grounded in the Word and I knew where to turn. And so here we have a, a breakfast ministry. And people come off the street and guess how they come? They come battered and they come beaten and they come broken. And I look and I watch. Where is Joe Ellen back here? Joe Ellen takes care of our kitchen. And as she comes, you come in there, the first thing you think is, wow, this place is warm. And this place is loving. And she gives us the most incredible breakfast. I skip lunch. <laughs> and I see that story that Brother David used to share with us put into action. And, and, and so as you come in off the street, one thing we learn is that people come in and they're devastated. They're in confusion. They're in hopelessness. They're in strife. Just like I was. But we have a theme song. And this song, I thought, well, this is going to be our songs we've had. 2015. We sang it every day, every Sunday. But you know what? It's not. It's our theme song for life. And what we've learned, if we give that confusion to the Lord, if we give that strife, that anger, that bitterness, that, that just devastation, fear, and all these things, then the Lord will take these things and He will take them and turn them into something beautiful. Something beautiful. All this stuff that we want to get, you know, we, we cannot hold on to it. We have to let it go because he can't do a thing if we hold on to that. But if we learn how to let it go, he can literally make something beautiful out of our life. I know actually people know the song, but it is something I've watched him do in my own life. He has taken that strife and that mess that I've lived. And he has made something beautiful out of it. If he can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. Amen. Amen.
as we say at Highland, thank you, Breakfast Water. <laughs>
How can you be in a bad mood after that every single morning? Hey, before I say anything, or when we move into our final leg of this time today, what I, I want to tell you is that you have an amazing man of God in Andy Johnston. Andy Johnston is a joy, a delight to serve with. And that voice, my goodness, it's great. You're so talented. Thank you so much for your graciousness. That's right, that's right, that is going to help. Well, you know what, and uh, you're going to just grow in the opportunity to develop that graciousness in marriage. That's great, all right? But the reality of it is, is that I, I missed every deadline that he had for me, and I apologize, and I, he is still just so understanding. Thank you for working with us, and, and I'm, I really appreciate you who you are. Beyond that, I, I want to let you know, Edgewood, we thank you. Highland Community Church would not exist literally without your vision, without your faithfulness, without your patience. Thank you. Thank you. We are in a very sweet season. Our church are going through the Sermon on the Mount. Just in the last eight weeks, we've had people come to the altar and surrender their lives to Christ for the very first time. We have people who have had aspects of their lives for years in darkness, bringing those aspects into the light, exposing them to Christ, to cleanse those areas of their lives, tear down those strongholds and give them just the desire to love the light more than the darkness in those parts of their lives. And so we are able to say the Lord continues to advance the kingdom because of you, Edgewood Baptist Church. We thank you. And, and for that, you know, what I want to do is segue into perhaps, well, I would say definitely, my favorite song for personal worship, for corporate worship, and it, it finds its root here in Hebrews. And I'll read this short verse and speak on that, and then we'll take the chance to sing it. And this is what the author writes, verse 1 3 of Hebrews. The Son, being Jesus, is the radiance of God's glory. And the exact expression of his nature. Sustaining all things by his powerful word. And after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So he became higher in rank with the angels. Just as the name he inherited was superior to theirs. But what I want to emphasize here is that... The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of His nature. And this is the part where that hits, hits the, where the rubber hits the road for us. Sustaining all things for His powerful word. That in my life, which is just barely holding on, barely holding together for the most part each and every day. He is holding it together on my behalf. And... The reality of it is, is that as he's holding my life together, truth be told, my affections are distracted by other things, by creative things. And that just disturbs me to my core. You guys sang one of my most favorite songs this morning, your great name, the name of Jesus, Defender, the name of Jesus, the one who should be lifted above all. And yet, 
worry, things that are really just so minute and so small, clamor for my affection and often win out for my affection. Rather, this song that we're going to sing, which finds its root there in Hebrews 1.3, is that Jesus, our Redeemer, our Defender, He is worthy of our affection. And may we personally and corporately just declare that. So I want to just take a chance and just teach you this chorus. Let's just learn this chorus together and we'll sing the song together through and just make a declaration of worth for Jesus. A declaration that he is worthy of our affection. This is how it goes, the chorus here. You just go to the chorus there for me. See, yeah, you are worthy of affection. This is how it goes here, simple. You are worthy of affection. You're the radiance of all of His glory. Let adoration fill this place. You hold everything together by the word of Your immovable power. We sing a song of praise. Can we sing it again together? You are worthy of affection. You're the radiance of all of His glory. Let adoration fill this place. Begin with me, Lord. You hold everything together. Do you believe that? By the word of Your
giving all glory to you. Lord, as we just ask that you be the object of our affection, I pray that we would continue to welcome your conviction. We would continue to love your word more than the world. That we would continue to desire righteousness as we desire food, desire drink. Lord, continue to take our dead hearts and make them beat. Being reconditioned by the gospel, by the blood of Christ Jesus. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. So we sing this last medley here. It's just a medley selection of a couple of songs that really just ask the Holy Spirit to do just that, to really reign in conviction over us, that we would be alive in His presence and respond to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I invite you just to sing these courses with us. You probably have known that we've got full songs just mixed in there, so please don't hesitate to sing with us, okay? More importantly than singing lyrics, let us just formulate a time where you're just saying, Lord, welcome your conviction. I welcome your work in my life.
because they're sinful. They are against you. And Lord, I pray that you would set our hearts in place to see your worth. Your worth being all of our affection. We give you this time as we move into a time of surrender and pray. Lord, that you would allow us to walk in that surrender, yielding to the conviction of your Holy Spirit. It's in Christ's name. I want us to uh, close the service just in a very simple way. I'd like to ask you to stand. And then when you just start coming in, I want everyone to hold hands. So everyone's just going to have to come in. Just come into the aisles. And you just stretch across.
uproot us from that love. Nothing can separate us, sever us from that love. And so, Lord, give us the joy together as church families to experience the length, depth, breadth, and height of that love. And that as we become secure in that love, we would know a love uniting us again in our diversity, a love greater than our differences, and a love that will propel us to reach a lost world for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then, Lord, fill us with your fullness. Literally remove everything from our lives that would not be like Jesus. And fill us with Christ that wherever we go in our communities, our schools, our jobs, our churches, Jesus would be exalted, magnified, and seen through us that others would be drawn to Him. And so, Lord, now this is our trust. Not in our willingness or our ability, but Your willingness, Your ability. That power of Yours that holds all things together. We're going to trust you are that power now at work in us and in both of these churches. Uh, and you are working to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that we could even ask, think, or begin to imagine right now. And that you're doing that for your honor and your glory. You're doing that not only for this present generation, but for generations to come. So Lord, we truly surrender to you.
It's in your blessed holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.